Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Codswallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking codswallop. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Codswallop, right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. I am Zach, and I am Gemma. <laughs> I am still here, and I am James. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> We've left those little Irish ones in the cupboard. Yeah. You remember the <laughs> cupboard that James used to have to live in? Yeah. Well, they, they are in there, and I hope they don't mind fish heads. So. <laughs> yeah, I've... I've gone up the totem pole, so they get the cupboard now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely like Harry Potter in the uh, Codswallop world. James has got a small box room now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. The vileness that is Harry Potter. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> but it is close in reference, so we, you know, we have to use it. Sorry, we James. Do. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you how big and luxurious my room is. Yes, yeah. It's I'm, amazing. The, the scariest thing to me <laughs> is that I am just surrounded by gingers, so... Well, I think one day you're going to realise that you're a ginger too, James. <laughs> no, I have a soul. <laughs> so, you know, my soul is safe and, and healthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're the one with the least soul, you bastard. Yeah, but maybe that's why I'm, you know, I have you all around me to try and save your souls. What's your Jesus, are you? <laughs> Well, you know, you said that, not me. <laughs> well, I said it with a question mark and then a laugh after. So I don't know if one of us was actually joking, but there yeah. you go. <laughs> don't be such a doubter. I have long hair and a beard. <laughs> well, you do look a bit like Jesus yeah. at the moment, I have to say. <laughs> but then during lockdown, so do I. <laughs> Yes, tis a mighty beard, Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> I can't wait for the beauty salons to open up again. <laughs> hey, all will, I'm sure you don't need it, but all will be well. All will be well. Yes. We'll get there in the end, you know, 2037. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> be touching the floor by then, James. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so how have you been over the last couple of weeks? I think I've been all right. Um, I've had a couple of days off here and there, so that's nice. The weather has finally improved, which I think improve, you know helps everybody's mood go up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm not doing too bad. Uh, I intend to go out for another long walk because the sun is actually out today. Um, yep. Yeah, we I think across the country we've actually got reasonably good weather. So yeah, not bad. And but more importantly, how have you been? Yes. Well, <laughs> well, firstly, weather-wise, yes, it's gorgeous today. I've actually been walking around in a vest top with obviously trousers on as well, but, uh, you know, without a jacket today. So mm -hmm. it's actually been, you know, although it's a bit nippy, it's it still, uh, it's still a gorgeous day. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to give a weather update before I went into my update. Um, with regards to me, obviously, as the tadpoles and yourself know, you know I mean, you know more than the tadpoles know, but I had to have a um, very, very large abscess removed from my, I keep saying armpit, but it's not physically my armpit. It's like the, the bit of arm um, just before it sort of thing. Okay. So yep. it's, the, it's the bingo wings, so to speak. Okay. And it was causing me so much discomfort. I was like crying every night and I'm not a tearful, weepy kind of girl, you know, I, unless something is really, really sad, you know, but I was in so much pain with this and I couldn't sleep at night. I was literally getting maximum three hours. So I was probably doing about your scheduling of sleeping, James. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you had a good sleep, actually, by my standards. 
Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair dues. But, um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was just causing me no end of pain, uh, no end of uh, discomfort and pain and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I went to the doctor about it and, um, they gave me antibiotics to take for a couple of days. But in the end, anyway, I went back to the doctor because, after a couple of days of being on the antibiotics, if they were working, then that's when she wanted to reassess me again. Mm-hmm. It was decided then, um, especially when I was sort of bursting into tears and saying, look, I need to get something done about this right now, you know, um, that I had to go and have the operation to have it removed. Yeah, so then on the following day, which was the, I think, Thursday and um, had to go to the hospital and I was on nil by mouth as well. Like proper surgery then, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I did because um, I wasn't sure because the, um, the doctor who gave me the information, booked it all in and whatnot, she's not my normal doctor and she was a bit of a flapper because mm-hmm. she was running late so she didn't really give me the full information. Um, I... I wasn't sure if it was going to just be a local anaesthetic or if it was, you know, what it was. It turned out it was a general anaesthetic. So I, yes, yeah, so I got there. My appointment was at eight o'clock and I got there at quarter to eight. And the eating part wasn't really a big deal for me. Um, I, you know, to be honest, even though I'm the size I am, I can go without food. It's no issue. <laughs> but the not drinking, that was so hard for me. Yeah, that isn't fun. Yeah. Yeah. Also being a diabetic as well, we tend to always get quite dry throats, but then also adding it to like wearing the mask. I was just like, Oh my God, this is, you know, it was like I had sandpaper for a mouth <laughs> instead of anything else. Yeah. So at one point I had to sort of beg them and say, look, can I just even have a drop of water? You know, just something to mm. kind of help. And, and they gave it to me, to be fair. So um, they weren't expecting me, which was fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, because the surgeon had booked it in, um, but he failed to tell the nursing staff that I was coming in. So that was good. But all in all, I can't fault her any of any of the people who looked after me everyone was so amazing and uh and has been continued since you know like everybody like massive claps and a round of applause for the nhs staff because having to sort of watch them as they were um they had the you know the ppe that they've got to wear and stuff Mm -hmm. they had a um they had a um this like plastic overall so it was like an apron type thing. Every single time that they went in to see a patient, they had to cover themselves. Mm-hmm. And then they had to take it off and throw it away. And then it was like, then if they went into another room, they had to put another one on. And it's just the attention to detail. But also in my brain, I was sort of like, oh, that's a lot of plastic to mm. be uh, thrown away. But, you know, I-, I also understand that they have to do that. You know, it's, it's a, nece- a necessary thing. So, uh, you know, I'm not having to dig at them for doing that, you know, but they, yeah, they just went through so much. It was like the bin was empty when I first got there. It was practically full when I left, mm-hmm. you know. And what's the, what's the general sort of plan from now on then? Because they've obviously done the, the required work. Well, basically what they, what they have to do now is follow up is every single day I have to go into the surgery because again, being diabetic, I don't heal very well. Right. Um, I've got, and I've got what well, I consider a massive hole, but I sent a picture to James and he said he seemed bigger. So yeah, seemed worse. <laughs> <laughs> but they they have to pack the wound and because it's basically it's healing from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So they're packing the wound and then they're covering it over with like a, a sort of a plaster, but obviously a bigger size plaster, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, every day I'm doing that and oh, that is... That is quite sore when they're taking that off and they're packing it in. It's horrible. But it's a necessary evil. And even though it's discomfort and painful, it's nowhere near as painful as the abscess was before. Yeah, I was going to say it could be anything that sorts, you know, solves the problem is as annoying as it is i guess is a good thing so i just feel so sorry for all the nurses because they go oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and i was like no don't worry you know like, i'm just being pretty laid back about it all you know kind of thing good. I was just like, no don't worry about it good and, good. She, and then 
the nurse today goes, oh, this last bit's probably going to be the bit that hurts the most. And she took it off and it didn't hurt at all. And I said, well, actually, that was the least painful part. <laughs> That's strange. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, managed to managed to have a shower yesterday, which was uh, which was lovely. Um, but I, because I'm not to get it wet. Yeah. Yeah. I had to use cling film and cling film my arm up. <laughs> so, so a bit like when you have a tattoo, I guess. Well, with tattoos, it's, yeah, I suppose because what they do now, they actually cover over the tattoo with a cling film type plaster thing that they yeah. do anyway. So I suppose in a way, but with tattoos, it's, uh, it's different. You normally can get tattoos wet. Then they're not an issue. Really? Well, I will keep everything crossed that everything goes okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm booked in for an entire week of uh, this this packing and uh, re recovering malarkey. But you know, I, I mean, there's a lot more people that are going for a lot more worse stuff than this. But yeah, it's it's definitely to explain why I was absent because. I, I, I'd wish, like you said at the beginning of last week's episode, that I wish I'd been there with the, the new girls. But that was the evening before I was having the operation and I was just in no fit way. Of, yeah. I wouldn't have been myself at all. Uh, you know, I would have brought the episode down completely if I'd been there. And I was also in so much pain that, you know, so it was a good call. And I'm really glad that you guys did that as well because it was a brilliant episode so indeed it was i mean and let's be honest if you've been on the screaming would have been very off-putting yes for the uh <laughs> the salty tadpoles <laughs> yeah it was getting to the point that every time i moved my arm any which way you know uh yeah i was like literally squealing at the top of my voice you know it was so painful so but yeah i live to tell the tale damn right damn right <laughs> <laughs> and the anaesthetic gave me really, really sexy blue eyes. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, they're normally blue, but they because like the yeah, basically like anaesthetic sort of made my eyes even bluer. I've never heard of that happening before that it changes eye color. That's interesting. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it didn't change my eye color because my co- eyes are blue anyway. Mm-hmm. But it just made it a different shade of blue but also i get that when i'm not well as well that's very interesting yeah i've not heard of that before so yeah well there you go any anesthesiologists out there want to uh tell us why (laughs) well i mean yeah there might be (laughs) but either way i love the shade of blue so in some ways i i quite like being ill because i get the really really pretty pretty blue eyes (laughs) so what they do say every cloud has a silver lining so (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely so i mean other than all of the staff being amazing and and whatnot and that you know i was just making them all laugh really while i was there because that's just my character isn't it Mm -hmm. to make people laugh so yeah we were having a bit of a giggle sort of announced myself when i was in the room you know when i was uh wheeled down to surgery i was i was like everybody i'm here (laughs) and they all laughed (laughs) was it very busy in there it was really busy there was one point though that was horrible because i had to sit in the waiting because at some point i was in on the bed Mm -hmm. and then other points i was sort of sat in the waiting room and when i was sat in the waiting room they came out and they said oh did anybody you know apart from me obviously want a cup of tea Mm -hmm. and so they were all all these other patients were sort of sat there um who'd had their surgery or they weren't there for surgery or whatever um and they were they were going oh this is a lovely cup of tea i was just sitting there like seething through my mouth uh, mask sorry going through your mouth (laughs) fuck off you assholes It's not their fault, Gemma. It's not their fault. It is. It, well, it's not their fault, but it, yeah. they didn't have to react, you know. Have a little bit of consideration. <laughs> well, you've lived to tell the tale, as you said, so. Yeah, so anyway, so enough about me, James. Have you got any cods wallet this week? <laughs> not that I can think of, I'm afraid. I, I must be a far more uh, pleasant individual than I <laughs> yeah I honestly cannot think of any Codswold nothing's got my goat this week so I think I'm doing okay I think something will probably pop into my head at some point but I can't think of anything off the top of my head <laughs> well lucky for you I have got Codswold up this week and it's unrelated to my story previously so that's good doesn't surprise me fire away <laughs> <laughs> well I, I thought something's pissed me off yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it's a couple of things actually 
as always. So first things first, basically it was my lunch break and I decided that I was going to go out for a little walk. Obviously this was during work hours, so I was only half an hour because I had to get back for work because lunch break is an hour. I went to this car park. Nobody's really going to know where I'm talking about, but there's this place called The Noth the North Gardens, which um it's really sort of peaceful, nice area to sort of walk around. And uh there's a place called the No Fort there, which is they they advertise uh, sorry, they've got um it's like an exhibition type thing, but it's like historically telling you the story of like I think it's World War One or World War Two. Can't remember which one exactly. Anyway. So that's by the bike, but that's the area that we're talking about. And it's, you know, you can see the sea, open fields. It, you know, it's lovely, lovely to walk around. So that's not my codswallop. My codswallop is that I parked in the car park and it was one of those private eye car parks. So they've got, I think it's called private eye that they've got the little, um, the little cameras that take a photo of you going in and going out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So went in there. Parked out for half hour, paid for an hour's parking, because that was the only option. But I was like, well, don't matter, pay for it. A few days later, you know, I was at home and whatnot, and I received in the post that I had a 60 quid fine for parking in that car park, even though I brought a parking ticket. (laughs) Oh, dear. You fucking what? It was was 60 quid if I paid within the 14 days, or 100 quid if I paid outside of that, which is extortionate and disgusting at the best of times but this so i didn't obviously i didn't realize about it being the the parking eye or whatever they're called but the fact that i brought a ticket Hmm. and of course i didn't have the ticket anymore because who thinks to keep hold of the ticket you know i usually just throw it away in my car and then i clear my car out you know kind of thing and um yeah, so so went ahead. I, I'd like brought my pound ticket for the half hour that I needed, you know, and then and then they sent through this uh, bloody letter. I have appealed it, so I'm not at this point having to pay it. I've appealed it, but still, it's just the fact that you've brought a ticket, hmm. you know. It's and a it, oh, strange one. It's yeah. really frustrating. It does seem strange. Yeah, and but then also I googled it as well because. I was trying to work out where it was because it only gives you a postcode. So I looked up the postcode and I sort of was Googling the area, you know, eventually worked out which one it was and whatnot. But then there was also like um, under TripAdvisor, there was a lot of people that had written comments saying never park in this, you know, because they'd all had the same experience. Mm -hmm. But these people had to pay the fine. So I'm still waiting to find out if I have to pay it or whatever. But yeah, it's like 60 quid for nothing. You know what I mean? So that really, really pissed me off. Well, I hope you get it resolved. I think you've done the right thing by challenging it, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, They said, obviously, that, well, in the next few days, I probably should get a response as to whether that has been cleared or whatever. But I ain't taking that shit, James. Well, one of the tricks I once heard, I know somebody employed when they were, they were someone trying to find them for actually parking the wrong bay. If you appeal it at the last possible minute because it creates more problem or as close to the last possible time you can for safety because it creates more problems for the, the parking company. In the end, they just go, oh, sod it. Ooh, oh, that's a good tip. Next time, if this happens again, then, James, I will, I'll do that. That's a good idea. Thank you. Um, this time, I appealed it straight away. Yeah, make sure that you give yourself time so it doesn't sort of hit them afterwards they can say they've not received it but i think so i think when my friend it was did it like recorded delivery and everything he went the whole the whole ma- extra mile to get them well that's good i mean i did mine online so mm-hmm. it was like an instant appeal oh it was so so bloody annoying so if anyone's ever come into Weymouth and they're looking for somewhere to park, please contact me. And this is serious. Please contact me so I can tell you which one not to park in. Yes. I was going to say that is a beneficial thing to not park. Yeah, definitely. So fuck Weymouth on Portland Council. Fuck you guys. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't think it's even the council, to be honest. Well, anyway, whoever it is. You'll get, you'll get there. You will get there. It'll be fine. Power on. Yeah. Power through. Yeah. Fingers crossed. It will. So, um, if not, next week's Cod's Wallop would be, <laughs> <laughs> I had to pay the fucking 60 quid. 
and my other cod swallop as well, which is in is com- in comparison isn't as cod swallopy to be honest. But okay, when you're pulling into a petrol station which has got pavement across it, sound like a bit of a weird petrol station. But go, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so yeah, so like there's a little a pavement in front, mm-hmm. and then it's yeah, so you're you're pulling across yes. the pavement basically, yeah. 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 It's a weird one because it's straight after a set of traffic lights, but you know, you have to sort of turn left to go into the petrol station. And there was this, um, in normal circumstances, lovely old couple who were clearly not paying attention. <laughs> Damn old people. <laughs> yeah, they started walking across the pavement part that I needed to pull in. So I'm holding up so much traffic for a good couple of minutes. <laughs> Wait, but not minutes. It was. It felt like minutes, but it was seconds probably. But you know, at least thirty seconds. But you're still holding up a load of people, and uh, yeah, and uh, the this two lovely dithery old couple slowly walking past. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> oh, Gemma, you missed an opportunity. Imagine the points you would have scored. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't kill a person. I can't kill a person. An animal. But, you know, <laughs> unless that person's done bad. Or, or works for the council, the car parking people. Yeah, I probably could kill them. It's game over for them. <laughs> the rage that I have. And this was last week, so, um, yeah, the rage has continued. <laughs> Those are my codswallops. So the second one isn't a major codswallop because pedestrians have right of way as well. But sometimes they need to realise that cars are on the road and that they need to pull in places. But... Number one, that was my biggest cosplay of this week. Which is understandable. Yeah, I echo what I said. Fuck them! Fuck them all! Dear, dear. Dear, dear. <laughs> well, you should also name and shame them on Twitter. Uh, I will. If it gets um, if it gets solved, or if it gets that I have to pay the 60 quid, you know, one of the two, I'll, um, I'll uh, name and shame them. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, not while it's uh, not while they're assessing it though. I don't want to cause any problems just in case I get it off. <laughs> well, I shall keep my fingers crossed on this one as well. Thank you. That's what I need: fingers, toes, and eyes. <laughs> yeah, that'll make moving difficult for me, but I'll still do it. <laughs> right. Well, that's obviously our codswallops done. Well, it's your codswallops done. <laughs> yeah, it's my codswallops done. Yeah, good point. Good point, James. I think you need to get a bit more pissed off with things. <laughs> that's Gemma's rage. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank you for your codswallop last week as well, though. It was a bit kissassy, but <laughs> hey, it was the honest truth. I mean, it was slightly vomit-induced even for me, but it was the truth. <laughs> yeah, and when you referred to me as your friend, I was like. Oh, <laughs> well, I'd, you know, to be fair, I'd had a few drinks. So <laughs> Thought that might be the case. So I was a bit confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did also make me laugh when um, Joanne, co- you know, shouted out the name of the the title, which was Two Girls and One James. Yeah, but then uh, and then said minus the shit or minus yeah. the poo, and I was like. Hold on, is she meaning me? <laughs> First when I heard it. I, I was never like, thought of it that way. Is she calling me the poo? Oh, yeah. That's interesting. So, John, when you listen to this, did you? were you referring to Gemma? If so, bit harsh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa, hold on a minute. <laughs> but I still laughed. Because so. <laughs> I figured that's probably not what she meant at all. I certainly hope not. Yeah, me too. Boys, get off, love. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to the hand. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Such harshness. <laughs> but it did sound like you had lots of fun. So what I've decided to do is I've also, for probably next week's episode, I'm going to sit down next week and actually record with Joanne and Gabrielle. Um, because the three of us, you know, like we don't know each other fantastically well but we know each other enough if you know what i mean so it would be quite nice to actually do an episode with just the three of us to to get to know each other again and have a bit of a giggle and i think we're going to play reverse that tune as well james okay it'll also be terrifying it'll be an old ginger edition yep well that might be the episode title you never know if i remember (laughs) The, the horror 
The fear. <laughs> the soulless. The horror, the fear. <laughs> oh, you love it. Gingers are great. They're amazing. I, and I love the fact that I keep referring to myself as a ginger, even though I've got the darkest brown hair yeah. in the world at the moment. <laughs> for, for my own safety, yes. Uh, gingers are wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Although I say that I've got the, the darkest brown hair at the moment, but I have to say that there's quite a few um, weird silver streaks going through it. I don't quite know what's going on, James. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't have a clue. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe, um, yeah. Can't, yeah. Makes no sense no idea no no some sort of strange thing must have happened must be the medication yeah medication yeah yeah <laughs> the shock yeah yes the shock yes i'm sure they will yeah. uh these strange colors will vanish i'm sure i'm sure as soon as my mum gets the box die she it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> james have you been watching anything recently i thought you said i've been dying my hair no <laughs> no i'm no. dying my hair um what have I been watching? Well, I have been watching WandaVision. Yeah. But we will be discussing that at some point in the future. Yes. But that's just so bloody weird and enjoyable. I have watched In Search of Darkness Parts 1 and 2, which is a 1980s horror documentary, uh, which are well, all about Ooh. 1980s horror, which I've really enjoyed. Oh, where can you find that? I shall, uh, I'll pass you the details on after this. Right, so legal. Okay. Yeah. You'll have to give up eight hours of your time, though, to watch it. So, because <laughs> it's four hours of. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that sounds really good. What's it about and whatnot? It, it sort of basically goes through 1980 and hits the 1980 to obviously 1989 and hits the highlights of horror, of horror films throughout the year. And it has people who've been involved in the films and actors and makers oh. of the films. It's just very interesting stuff to watch. Uh, and I just yeah. find it interesting because I love 80s stuff and I love horror films. Yeah, yeah, sounds fun. So, yeah, I, I heartily recommend it. I um, will check. I have to check that out as well. I mean, you said you're going to send me the link and yeah. whatnot anyway, but, yeah, I have to check that out because uh, I also like horror. So, and, you know, quite like the 80s. Mm. So, I mean, I was born then, so why wouldn't I like it? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Just other stuff I've been diving into, just well, bits of sort of TV and things. And yeah, that's pretty much all I've watched, really, I'd say, is stuff. Um, I've heard the rebooting Frasier, which I'm uh, going to be interested to see how that goes. I do really like Frasier, so I'll be interested to see if that is any good and if it does actually happen or not. Yeah. I mean, that would be that would be good, but it is a bit sad because the dad's dead now and so yeah. the dog. So that, yeah. those were my favourite characters, but, yep. you know. <laughs> no John Mahoney, no Moose. No Moose Jr. Yeah. Integral part of the show, gone. <laughs> no, I know, I know. But yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't dislike Frasier. Um, I, I've never watched all of them, but, uh, yeah, I, I've liked the ones that I've seen. You know, they've always been quite funny. So that should be good. I suppose that means that hopefully Kevin Smith will bring back his, uh, podcast as well. Was it talk? Salad and something. Yep, talk salad and scrambled egg. When I found out they were rebooting it. it, I actually sent a tweet to Kelsey Grammer and to Kevin Smith about it. Oh yeah, and neither neither of them got back to me. The bastards. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Not even a like. Not even a like. I mean, Kevin will like oh. just about anything. <laughs> But you didn't like that. Oh, I mean, Kevin's renowned for liking yeah. everything. So, God, poor James. I've, I've had him like my stuff and respond to my stuff in the past. So, why not this? Yeah, exactly. I'd, yeah, I, I, I used to love listening to Talk Salad and Scrambled Egg. Uh, it was always just yeah something I enjoyed listening to. But alas, I'm sure he has bigger fish to fry at the moment. He's probably got yeah. some sort of. Has he finished that in search of something horror film he's done? Maybe he's finished that in the middle of doing it, so. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Actually, I don't know what you're talking about, so. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but he has got a horror film that he's made that will be coming out. It's him, uh, I don't know if he's going to be in it, but I know his daughter's in it, Ralph is in it, probably Jay is in it, yeah. but it's some sort of like strange quasi horror comedy thing. But as I really like what he did with Tusk, I would love to see him do a straight horror film. Yeah. I think he really could do a just no comedy full-on horror film really well so yeah i think and also it would be another string to his bow yeah. so to speak as well yeah. wouldn't it but i don't know if the all of the audience would agree because mm -hmm. you know like there's a lot of people that like don't like it when he sort of swerves off like like um uh, jersey girl for mm -hmm. example there's a lot of people that don't like that film which is absolutely my favorite kevin smith film to be honest but um you know but still i mean there's always going to be a market for something and there's yeah. always going to be people that don't like it so i mean it, 
you are right on him swerving off doing other things, but he does do all the, you know, he does the, the superhero TV stuff. So yeah. he clearly can do other things without a problem. But I do think the actual just sort of like horror elements he did of Tusk show that he could easily do a, a full on horror film. I think without any yeah. problem produce a good film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It wasn't Moose Jaws, was it? Nope. It's something it's something completely different to that. Ah, uh, okay. I just We've been can't remember that yeah. one for years, haven't we? So Yeah. Whether it ha- I don't know whether Moose Jaws will happen or not, but you never know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe after the feedback from Tusk he didn't he just <laughs> decided to drop that. I don't know. I don't know if Tusk was actually ever reviewed as a you know, high, as a good film or not in the eyes of the watchers or whatever but mm. you know personally i'm with you i i really enjoyed that film i did so. i thought it was very good it was weird as hell yeah but i, I really did enjoy it um i thought it was a, g- a good uh film but of course he's also i suspect one of the reasons i'm not hearing jack from him <laughs> i know i'm not important to him but uh, he's of course probably working on masters of the universe still at the moment as well exactly yeah with mark Bernardin, isn't it so the film i'm thinking of is kilroy was here all oh, right okay I've absolutely heard nothing about this, so I've obviously not been paying attention. Clearly not. No. And also, look at his list of stuff. It doesn't look like he's doing moose jaws. It's not listed anymore. So. Ah, well, hopefully he does. I hope so because it'll be nice to sort of finish off the uh, Great Northwest. Northwest is it? You know, the the Canada. The frozen north sort of thing. But we do know that Clerks Three is on the books, so that's a positive. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed. Um, with regards to me, I've been watching, um, obviously, WandaVision. Like James said, when it's all over, we're all going to sit down and we're going to review the, the TV programs, um, TV episodes all through. Didn't want to do it beforehand because if anybody who hasn't seen it, I didn't want to spoil anything because it is so weird and so wacky that, to be honest, a lot of it's going over the top of my head because I thought that I, knew a lot of marvel stuff but i'm realizing that i didn't know quite as much as i thought i did so you know which is um it's quite a fun experience for me in some ways because it was uh it's kind of opened my eyes to new things hmm. so i need to need to sit you know sit down and maybe read some uh, read something or I'll probably won't read it let's face it i don't read but you know <laughs> watch them else and whatnot so but yeah and the other thing that i've been watching is um i've been re-watching all of the american horror stories as well hmm. which james you really really need to watch they're so good yeah i recognize that the, I, I will probably enjoy them i do need to get myself together and actually yeah. have a have a look for them yeah the one thing that's uh, i suppose a little bit annoying about the way that netflix has laid it out is that it works so obviously you've got the different se- they said seasons. <laughs> obviously you've got the different series. And obviously series but they what they've done is they've put series one at the bottom, then series two, series three, series four, series five, and so forth. And I uh, can't remember exactly how many series there are. I think it's probably seven or eight at this point, but I also could be wrong with that. But the problem is is that so the way that they've they've put them on hmm. this is almost like another COD's wallet for me. <laughs> So you've got series one at the bottom, so you go through all of that. But then when you go to watch the next series that's available, and normally it would follow on, wouldn't it? That's true, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but with this, what you have to do is you have to sort of jump out of it slightly, go over to the, you know, the named series, each series, and then you have to move across (laughs) to go to, like, the second series. But then if you watch, like, the second series and that one's finished, it then goes on to the beginning episode of series one. So it's like, (laughs) oh, for God's sake. This does sound sound a tad annoying. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is a little bit, but, yeah, at the same time, I I mean, it's uh, no big deal. I can kind of deal with it. It's not an issue. It is one of those little things that it's like, "Mm, couldn't you have just, like, put Series 1 at the top instead of putting it the other way around? I mean, it is annoying, but it's also definite first world problems. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What I like about it is that they keep a lot of the same actors and actresses, Mm -hmm. or I think you're technically supposed to call them actors now as whether they're female or male aren't you so that's nice you can see all that thing but there's also a few little crossover parts as well okay yeah so with one episode that i've 
just watched, one of the characters is put into a mental institute. Right. And, and like, I'm kind of keeping it very subtle because I don't, you know, want to kind of ruin it or whatever. But then the previous series, or the previous series before that, I think, you've actually got the whole episodes about this mental institute. Ooh. So it's kind of like you, you can see where that character has been introduced to it, but it's like two series on, if that makes sense. Right, I see, yeah. Does that, that does, make sense or not really? It does, no, I can, <laughs> I can understand, I grasp what you mean, so that's okay. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah, there's some that I really, really like, and I've already watched a couple that I've really, really enjoyed. There are a couple that, are my kind of least favourite ones, but I still watch them and rewatch them and whatnot because you know they're all fantastic. But there are some that are just not not quite as good as you know the others. So it sometimes becomes a little bit addictive that you've got to as bad as things are. You'll find out some episodes like I found with One Division. Mm. There are some episodes that I've found that have been I've enjoyed more than others, but you still want to get through it. Because like, I like watching yeah. things like The Connors. It has up and down episodes, but generally, uh, you know, I'll sit and properly watch stuff where I can. So, yeah, it's just whatever I can basically see and watch that I'll enjoy. But yeah. like in life, the rough and the smooth. So <laughs> Yeah, indeed. Because, yeah, we, you know, you saying that with WandaVision, in a way, with that, I enjoyed the first three episodes <laughs> a lot more than I do the ones that I'm watching, which... I still really, really enjoy. Yeah. But I enjoyed those three first ones because it was my imagination yes. trying to work out what was actually going on. Yes, very true. Very, very true. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move off that topic now because uh, we're both dying to talk about it, but we really don't want to spoil yeah. it for anybody. So. Who am I? Where am I? Yeah. <laughs> but that does bring us on to a good segue. Okay. Onto our topic of the week. Mm-hmm. So... If you're ready, James. As ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> I asked this week, keeping with the theme of Fly It to the Moon, uh, what film would you like us to catapult uh, catapult us? <laughs> I've written it completely wrong. What film would you like us to catapult to the moon this week? So, James, ideally not Catwoman, if that's okay. Nope, that's fine. Mutant Chronicles. Okay, I've not heard of that. You're blessed to have not heard of it. Okay. You would also be blessed to have not ever seen it. Um, it came out in 2008. To cut a long story short, the girl I was going out with, it was her brother and her brother-in-law wanted to go to the cinema so we could all bond a bit. And we went to go and see The Mutant Chronicles. And I think for mm-hmm. them, there's a lot more weight to it because it was based on a video game. Okay. And it was almost like it was trying to be a bit Sin City because I think a lot of it was filmed against computer-generated backgrounds. And it has a good test, uh, sorry, good test, good cast. Ron Perlman's in it. You know, Thomas Jane is in it. It probably should have worked. You know, mm-hmm. Devin Aoki's in it and Sean Pertwee's even in it. In fact, looking at it, John, I'm having to look at something now to see, tell me who's in it because I can remember it so, it's so little of it. John Malkovich is in it. Wow. I kid you not. I nearly fell asleep. Oh, no. It's the only time I've seen a film where I literally been close to falling asleep because it's so incredibly boring. I hate films like that, especially when you've gone to see it at the cinema as well because you've paid good money to see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> can I have my money back? Because that was shite. <laughs> so all I can really remember is it was some sort of weird, almost like steampunk future. Mm. And... Again, it will probably mean a lot. It was a video, it was a game or, no, it was a role playing game, I think originally, but yeah, it just, I, it, I was not the audience for it clearly. And I don't think it did particularly well at the box office. Well, they've never made a Mutant Chronicles 2. Let me put it that way. So, uh. <laughs> no, no, that's fair enough. I think, well, there you go. That one's the first one in the, uh, shuttle, shuttle pod. Shuttle pod. There we go. I got it right the third time. <laughs> so that's the first film in there. So my one, uh, cause I thought long and hard about this because mm-hmm. although I posted it only yesterday, um, but I was kind of, I was kind of wrecking my brains at one point because I was just like, well, I don't want to do a stereotypical one or whatever, but. The one that I've picked is a film called White Chicks. <laughs> Have you ever seen that film? Only once in a long, long, long time ago. Or what feels like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, which I understand, you know, the whole... Ooh, I I don't... It's almost like I don't know how to t- tackle this subject because it's... um. I can tackle it's, it's it for not, you. 
<laughs> yeah, it's not a PC one, so I think I'm just going to have to say it and hope for the best. Yeah. And m- know that I don't mean this in any way, in a racial way or in an insulting way or anything like that, but I understand that you can't do blackface when you're a white person, but mm-hmm. why is it acceptable, first of all, for two men, black men, to dress up as women, white women? <laughs> To answer that question for you, I was thinking the same thing. Because the film Soul Man from years ago with C. Thomas Halbury plays a black guy. Yeah. Pretty much sort of does blackface, but with tanning pills or something. He's really like frowned upon now. Mm-hmm. You can still see, but it's really frowned upon. And you, I do ask the same question about white chicks. To me, there's a, a real double standard there. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah, it. Just, I'm sure we'll be pilloried, pilloried for it, but yeah, there does seem to be a bit of a, a double standard to it. Yeah, at least we're on the same page though, James, so yeah. at least we'll go down together. Yeah, true. <laughs> in flames. <laughs> <laughs> and again, neither of us mean that in a, you know, like a negative way, because neither of us, you know, like in a way, neither of us see colour. We, we just see human, don't we? So I hate everybody, so, you know, there's no racism <laughs> at all with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I love everybody, so we equal each other out but no and also you know not just that aspect but also just the film is utter shite (laughs) it never made me laugh once i like my friend was like oh my god this is the funniest film that you're ever gonna watch and i sat there and i was like really (laughs) you know it was more my reaction to the film that Hmm. made me laugh because i thought it was oh it was utter bollocks so that one that one can go in that one's going into the moon okay (laughs) boom boom yeah we'll blow those films up so answers that we got this week was beach anderson says any movie that doesn't have bruce campbell in it (laughs) my explanation is in my answer so that's good and ellie bibby says this was a very difficult question to answer which i said to her yeah i know because i found it a bit hard as well I had to think long and hard about it, but the new Mummy movie with Tom Cruise in it. I love the original with Rachel Weiss. Yes, I know it's cheesy, but I love it. I just can't show the same love for this movie, which is all very valid. So she wants the new version of the Mummy to go in. Well, technically the Rachel Weiss uh, version uh, with Brendan Fraser was a remake, so it's... But yeah, it, I think what she means, the most recent one, it, it, yeah, it's a shame yeah. it just didn't work. Uh, and it buggered up the whole Universal Dark film plan. So yeah, it just was not a great film. No, no, it wasn't at all. I say that actually. I just said it wasn't at all. I've not actually watched it, so I don't know. But I've heard a lot of people say that it wasn't at all. So I, I, if you hear a lot of people say something, I just think, well, why would I watch it then? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I might have a different opinion, but it seems silly. So next person says, uh, this is from James Higson, and he says, Twilight, any of them, (laughs) preferably all of them. (laughs) Yeah, I saw the first one. Yeah, that was enough. God, it was awful. Oh, James has just tweeted. What is James tweeting? (laughs) (laughs) You know I'm looking at my phone right now, yeah? yeah? Why are you looking at your phone? Because why shouldn't I? (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm I'm looking at it because of the podcast. Ah, (laughs) Pay attention. (laughs) The tadpoles are talking. Pay attention. Yes. (laughs) So Gary Azaro, which Gary, please, if I'm saying your name incorrectly, please let me know how to actually say it properly. But I think I'm saying it correctly. So, you know, like I said, let me know. His is Secret of the Clown or Secrets of the Clown. What? <laughs> it's diabolically terrible and it's the worst £2.99 I've ever spent in FOP. I have no idea what that film is, so. Okay. Well, he's sent us the trailer so we could have a listen to the uh, no, we won't be able to because of the, you know, otherwise rights and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But he's, if you're on the Facebook page, he sent the trailer across. So just click on the link and have a little watch of that because I don't think for copywriting and whatnot, I think it might be a little bit long for us to actually play it. But so try and avoid that one if you can. Mr. Bob Christian, I'm going to be unpopular with my choice. Catwoman. I think that <laughs> DC could have 
really done so much with this movie franchise opportunity. It's like they weren't even trying. Let's just put this tribe out there. They'll watch anything. So Joanne has responded with absolutely, and I've responded with Bob. In this group, you're a thousand percent popular with that answer. Mm. I think you'll agree, won't you? I mean, Bob has now ruined my day because the memories have started coming back from when I had to watch it. Uh, I'm going to have to lock myself in a padded room after this. But <laughs> <laughs> Bob, look what you've done. <laughs> yeah, look what you've done, Bob. Look upon what you've created and weep. <laughs> right, Owen Edmonds has said, I'd like to send all of the Adam Sandler movies to the moon just because they're shit. All of them. <sighs> Uh, I wouldn't say all of them, but I mean, I can think of a couple of films of his I like, but he, he is a very acquired taste. Mm. I liked The Wedding Singer. Yeah, I didn't mind that one. I didn't mind that. And he did make a, was it Uncut Jewels? I think was it called? That he did a, a which is just him doing straight drama. Yeah, I've not seen that. It was that. a film that I really liked. He, he was, there were rumours he could be up for an Oscar for that, but unfortunately it never happened. So, but I do know what you mean. His stuff's very, uh, Uncut Gems, sorry, it was called. But that was a very different, dark uh, film he did a couple of years ago. Mm, okay. So maybe if he, maybe he could have a look at that and uh, he would change your view. But yeah, I do know what he means. Yeah, I do for the most part. Yeah, because there are, they're kind of samey as well, aren't they? Yeah, and he does that weird voice. Yeah, there's that as well. But I quite liked him. I quite liked him in Grown Ups, but then he's not a main feature in that right. one. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind it when he's like uh, not the main character. Okay? No, I don't. No, I do. But yeah, I, I can. Well, I mean, it's pretty sad. I can only think of two of his films I really like. So. <laughs> Fair enough. But you know, regardless, we're not allowed to watch them anymore because they've no. been sent to the moon. So. Yes, it is harsh. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Joanne Alexander has said, Batman and Robin, I've never been beyond the first 20 minutes so bad it's shite. <laughs> the only way I'm recommending we review this one, James, mm -hmm. is if we're shit-faced. Well, as I have started drinking again, and I did actually want to say to Joanne, we do need to do some sort of review where we're both hammered. Um, <laughs> that might not be a bad idea. Uh, in fact, yeah, that could be because I've just had a thought about <laughs> things I could say. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Not a bad idea. Yeah. I was going to say, with the both of you with your strong accents and with Gabrielle with her strong accent as well, <laughs> I, I kind of wonder if a drunk version of all of you doing that might not be the best idea. <laughs> I think it'd be wonderful. I don't know how people are going to be able to hear. <laughs> I love the Irish accent and I really, I really do love it girls don't worry but um yeah i do struggle sometimes to understand what they're saying <laughs> if, well if we if we uh basically we're all hammered tank well john and i are tanked trying to review something yeah. the american audience would just probably just be like what <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> well i think some of the british audience might be as well to that's be honest, true so. that's possible <laughs> Right, so David Cooper has said, I'd like anything with Mark Wahlberg in it. They're all the same. Ex-cop or ex-con, out for one last score, or to settle a score in memory of a slain partner or family member. Always set in fucking Boston. <laughs> I've seen more realistic acting from a mannequin. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Westwood says, Twilight. The whole franchise. Get in the sodden bin. Good man. Vampires don't sparkle. I even watched the first one to see what all the hype was about. And that's time of my life that I'll never get back. Plus, has anyone ever seen the CGI effects on the baby in whichever one it is? <laughs> Fuck me. I think Jamie's really passionate about this one. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Better effects on Jason and the and, and the Argonauts. <laughs> I mean, firstly, I, I, I've only ever seen the first one, uh, uh, so I do feel his pain. The fact that he knows the babies in one of them means that he must have delved into a few of them. So, 
Talk about self uh, self abuse. <laughs> well, he does say he's only watched the first one, but then maybe he's seen like a couple of trailers uh, or something. Yeah, sure, Jamie. Ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 we'll give him face value with that yeah, one. We will. That he's we only will. seen one and we've seen a couple of trailers. <laughs> Serena Mickelwright has said anything with James Franco or Kira Knightley. Cats was turd. That never ended. Cats with, um, what's his name? James Corden. Yeah. I can't stand. Um, I, I've seen James Franco in good stuff. So, uh, but hey, you know, the people have spoken. Yep. We can't backtrack on these no, things. We can't. We can't. I agree with Kira Knightley. She is kind of pretty much the same character throughout as well, isn't she? I can't really think of the last Kira Knightley film I saw. Um, I really can't. To be honest, to be honest, I think the last one that I saw with her in was uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, they, I've not seen them, so yeah, they're not no. not my bag. So fair enough. Fairy snuff, yeah, or furry muff, as Joanne would say. <laughs> 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 right, moving over to Twitter now. There's just a couple more. So, but still, thank uh, thank you to everyone who answered because it was really short notice mm, this one. So, you. thank you for that. Jay Ray, who's uh, usually attacking your hairstyle, James. Go fuck yourself. Sorry. No, sorry. Go fuck yourself. No, you know, I say that with humor. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. He knows. I know. He's that kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Jay Ray and his podcast is called Politics with Dummies. Mm -hmm. Good podcast. Okay, so his is Batman versus Superman. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of attack on you there, James, a little bit. Sorry. (laughs) Passion of the Christ. Go on, sorry. (laughs) Did you hear Passion of the Christ or not? Yeah, Yeah. I heard that. (laughs) So, Passion of the Christ and the prequels. The prequels? Yeah, I've not seen the prequels, so I don't really know which one that one is, but, you know, it can still go to the moon. That's fine. (laughs) The Pirate Cats, which is also Owen. (laughs) Have I already said all of the Adam Sandler movies? Because I'm serious. (laughs) Deadly serious. (laughs) (laughs) and another person called sam who's from the invasion of the remake podcast which is very very good podcast as well so you should check that out although you don't listen to ours so you probably won't wait wait, we yeah we have a podcast (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah yeah this thing right now that we're doing I just thought we recorded <laughs> random stuff every week. <laughs> I didn't know we did oh. anything with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they've written, or Sam has written, sorry. Yikes. Have you seen the stuff that we watch? And to the to that question, Sam, yes, because I listen on a weekly basis. Sometimes I'm a little bit behind, but I do always catch up. We'd say Hard Rock Zombies, A Night to Dismember can go. Oh, and car 54, where are you? Question mark. <laughs> has mm. to go. Has to go. Yeah. So I'm not sure if where, where are you is, um, is actually a film. I'm not sure if that one is, but yeah, I, I haven't heard of any of those, but I'm quite happy in that knowledge. I don't know. Yeah. Car 54, <laughs> where are you is quite an old, it's from, I think, a remake of an old TV series and it, yeah, I've got that it isn't very good. <laughs> well, in that case, then it can, they can all go into the bin. So, so thank you ever so much for everyone who took part in that. You know, next week or next time me and James are recording anyway, we'll think of something else that we can fly up to the moon and see. We will. Hmm. Maybe, maybe songs or something or, you know, we'll, we'll work it out anywhere and we'll, we'll let you know. We'll pull it together somehow. Yeah. We always do. We always do. <laughs> um, so, James, to wrap up this episode, did you want to have a story of the week? Uh, yeah, uh, if I can find one. Dear God, right, I'm running with this one. <laughs> so, Go on, then. He said, dear God, <laughs> so it's going to be a juicy one, people. Strap in. <laughs> so, 80 alligator heads have been seized after a police search of a house in Birmingham. <laughs> West Midlands Police said the raid took place at a property in Perry Bar on Thursday morning. The joint investigation involved officers from the National Wildlife Crime Unit and the Forces Wildlife Crime Officer Volunteers. A statement said that we received information that the heads were being imported from abroad illegally and sold through eBay to buyers all around the world at a large profit to the seller. We carried out a joint investigation with the NWCU 
and believe the suspect has been illegally importing the head for some time, with regular sales being seen on eBay. The warrant was conducted under the Control of Trade of Endangered Species Act, and a 40-year-old man has been voluntarily interviewed. And there's this wonderful picture of alligator heads, which is, frankly, can you imagine walking into a room and seeing all those? Ooh, creepy. It definitely is creepy because um, there was a hotel that I used to work at. It was um, a real countryfied kind of hotel, mm-hmm. um, but it was also child friendly. But they kind of decor wise, they kind of kept within the, you know, like having skins on the walls and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know, like leopard skins, not mm-hmm. human skins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like an interesting hotel, human skins all over the wall. <laughs> Yeah, for a child-friendly hotel, yeah. Um, but we did have this little crocodile, crocodile statue. It was really, really tiny. So it was probably, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it was small. And um, this was when they had smoking allowed in the hotel. So one evening I was working and you like the evening shift, you work until 11 o'clock. I was walking <laughs> through the lounges and I noticed because this crocodile had its mouth open and somebody had put a cigarette in it. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's shown a good sense of humour. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. It really was. But yeah, that they had a lot of like heads and stuff like that you know as you know uh, i personally didn't like it but yeah um but no i i personally yeah going back to the actual story so i kind of drifted us off there but i don't think i'd ever want to buy a crocodile head yeah it wouldn't particularly work for me i don't think so no not my sort of thing no and it's like who's the poor bastard that has to keep catching and cutting you know like killing the crocodiles <laughs> somebody who's clearly tough <laughs> yeah <laughs> crocodile dundee's out there mm, doing it is he definitely <laughs> but i did see that story actually and i kind of was like oh maybe so i'm glad that you um picked that one good good the one that i picked this week like i said it's a little bit on a cutesy one so cctv captures guard dog hilariously failing test by napping during fake arm raid (laughs) i've seen this (laughs) yeah (laughs) thai police carried out a training exercise for staff at a jewelry store whose owner has a large husky (laughs) as protection but lucky the dog failed with flying colors after (laughs) after napping during the fake raid Shocking. And there's a video as well, which is just adorable. (laughs) A jewellery store owner's video has gone viral after his husky guard dog continued to nap when a fake arm robbery training exercise was held at the shop. Police visited, I'm not going to say the store because it's very Thai, Thailandish, mm-hmm. but, um, they visited the store anyway in Thailand to train staff on how to react if they were held at gunpoint and forced to give up the jewels. <laughs> not the Queen's jewels, James. No. It's all right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> CCTV footage shows Lucky the dog sleeping in front of the shop counter as a fake armed robber enters, pointing a a gun at staff and making demands. Despite the commotion and the threats being made to her owner, Lucky the dog doesn't move a single muscle and continues to sleep as her owner is forced to hand over a bag of cash before the criminals walk out of the store unchallenged. (laughs) Terrible. Oh, this is so cute. It's so funny as well, though. The owner can be seen glancing at the dog in hope that she might attack the bandit or bark to raise the alarm, Hmm. but gets nothing in return. (laughs) It's fair to say Lucky failed the test and the hilarious video was uploaded to Facebook where it has worked up more than one million views. Yeah, I I think Lucky's going to be unemployed fairly soon. Yeah, Lucky's going to be unlucky soon. Mm. (laughs) As long as he doesn't end up like old Yeller and Lucky's taken outside for the final time. Oh, Oh, I hope not. I love Husky, so I hope not. (laughs) But Lucky may have a good excuse, as her owner told Bored Panda which I guess is a newspaper or somewhere. This was the Thai police training of what it would be like if a thief came into my store and stole all the jewellery. The armed robber in the video is a policeman that my dog Lucky 
already knew. Yeah. So that's probably why then. <laughs> Maybe that's why she did nothing. I found it very funny to see that she didn't even try doing anything. <laughs> continued to sleep. <laughs> Terrible but amusing. Yeah. They have been left blown away by the viral success of the clip and the interest in Lucky. And the video racked up plenty of comments from viewers who joked, the robber was fortunate that Lucky knew it was only a training exercise. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been a very different story. Would have been a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Can we just also give it up to the mirror for actually finishing finishing a story there as well? <laughs> yeah. A, a hell of a lot better than the Metro. Yeah. <laughs> you just get bored partway through and go, oh, balls to it. Just, yeah, send it in, send it in, it'll be fine. Publish it, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant well i think you know that is a lovely way to end it the episode is. so it was a comical story um of a beautiful husky called lucky who was quite unlucky that day yeah <laughs> lovely doggy crap uh, security <laughs> Yes, indeed. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> well, in that case, James, I think that we've been talking enough Cod's Wallop this week. I have been Gemma. Uh, I feel we can never talk enough Cod's Wallop. And I've been James. You're probably right there. We will continue on, as always. <laughs> Damn right we will. <laughs> <laughs>